Panoply, Panorama, Panpipe, Pansy, Aha, Pansexual, Knowing No Boundaries of Sex or Gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855 AM digital and 3cr.org.au. Three CR eight five five AM digital three CR dot org dot au three CR on demand. Lots of ways to listen to three CR and this show out of the pan, covering pansexual issues, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. Three CR proudly broadcasts from the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, and we pay respects to elders past, present, and emerging, including our queer and rainbow elders, who in turn include sister girls and brother boys that we acknowledge there special and particular contributions to diversity on and around the lands. I'm Sally Goldner, your host for Out of the Pan, and there's lots of ways to get in touch with the show. Um, you can um, um, email outofthepan855 at gmail.com. You can SMS 61456751215, and if you didn't have it, that number again, you can get a set of steak knives or tofu knives. We're um, food diverse. 61456751215. You can tweet at Sal Gold Said So, or you can look for the post on Facebook on my page, Sally Goldner. And uh, yes, the one will go up on the Out of the Pan page very shortly. Um, it's a potpourri news show today. Um, time to catch up on a few things. There's been all sorts of bits and pieces um, that have been gathering in the proverbial inbox for the last, um, well, a few weeks, even a bit further back. Um, got to say I'm warmed up um, if you're listening live um, and straight into it. No moving up through the gears, as they say. And got to give thanks to our the good com- um, community radio people over at Triple R. Um, yours truly was up early this morning and was on the radiotherapy program talking trans and gender diverse health issues with Dr. Doolittle and the crew um, and Trainer Wheels and others. Um, that's how they, how they do it. And um, got to give good thanks to Community Radio. Um, you know, we, it's good that um, Community Radio is there working together. They did mention that um, this show goes on. So um, totally appropriate. We reciprocate. Got to mention, I think there's one moment of com- where Community Radio showed what it was, you know, well, I mean, it does it all the time, but one moment that sticks in my mind, it was a sad moment in a way where the tote closed temporarily a few years ago, but we had all of um, 3CR, Triple R, and PBS um, all um, broadcasting from on that night live, which I think is a pretty cool thing. And also credit to PBS, they're doing lots of training for women and gender diverse presenters at the moment. Um, so great to see it happening. Um, Community radio, um, that, what, is, what is it? The grassroots is where the growth is. All right, and went on to um, radiotherapy um, on Triple R to talk trans health, and we've had a couple of good developments for our trans minors over the last few months, and didn't get to comment on this a lot at the end of last year, but a more recent development gives me the opportunity. Um, so going back to November last year, we had the situation where stage two um, hormonal treatment for young people 
um, was no longer going to be in the family court. 30 November last year, um, things began to turn a little for the rainbow communities at the end of last year. Let's go back. What's stage one? Stage one is puberty block, puberty delaying medication or colloquially, colloquially um, often called puberty blockers, um, which um, eases the distress of a trans young person going through puberty um, in a way that where in simple terms where their mind's saying this is who I truly am but the body's trying to pull them in another direction and that happened back in 2013 um, but stage two um, the technical term cross-sex hormones I don't really like we'll just call them the irreversible adult hormones was still in the family court well not as of 30th of November last year and I've got this I met someone in during the week um, who um, thankfully um, when that went through, was one of the first people to sort of not have to go through a court case and actually mentioned that a few of the well-known pharmacies in inner Melbourne began to run out of the hormones for prescribing because as the backlog was released, so to speak, early, late last year, um, things got moving. So um, I, I, I think there's some... I, will see, I suppose there's an irony in that, but of course it needs pharmacies to know what they're prescribing. But the recent development in the last week is um, stage three, as it's called, where a young person um, wants and needs surgery and all parent slash parents guardians are in agreement, no longer need to go to the family court for that either, which makes a lot of sense. Why, if everyone's happy, would you need a court ruling? Um, Can't think of anywhere else. I'm not a lawyer or a health expert, but I can't think of anywhere else where that's needed. So great to see these things clearing up. Great for our young people. As someone who co-facilitates the group Trans Family, which did meet yesterday, a few people put off by the early morning rain um, and possible parking issues where we near where we meet due to the Flower and Garden Show. Not that that's the Flower and Garden Show's fault. Yay for our flowers but um, um, and our gardens and the people who like them. But um, seriously, um, a small group yesterday, but... Um, Lots of people finding their comfort, um, meeting other parents, which is really good. But just another win, making it a bit easier um, in a world that, well, I feel, and I want to talk about this today, it's, as I say, it's a potpourri sort of show, um, an out-of-the-pan stew um, that's happening. And I did open up today with um, the track from um, Things of Stone and Wood, or if you're into acronyms, Tusaw. Um, happy birthday, Helen, because I forgot to mention three weeks ago was the 13th birthday of this program. We're a teenager, but this is one puberty we're not blocking in any way. It's one that's in every correct gender because they're all good, um, particularly when they're used for good or not evil purposes. And thank you to 3CR for continuing me to have me on the station. And there's lots of good things cooking, so to speak, within 3CR. So great to see health um, for our young people, but some of the other things that um, it's always worth mentioning are the huge out-of-pocket costs for adult surgeries um, that still need to be covered, and I'm not sure in terms of costs for minors who covers those, um, if there if there are a few surgeries going on, but the hormones also aren't cheap as well. Um, but at least, as we, as we said, the legal costs have covered, but there's huge issues of treatment. We'll start with specialist treatment of healthcare for trans and gender diverse adults in our whole system. Um, You know, let's sort of, well, sort of start at the tip of the iceberg, and that is often just lack of awareness. Sometimes you get health professionals and, you know, a trans person plucks up the courage to disclose and they just look blankly at you and say, well, I don't know what to do. Well, there is a thing called a Google search. You could look for all the trans groups 
um, whether it's um, you know Y gender for young people or seahorse um, now into their forty third year, and um, or whether it's transgender Victoria, which has a resource listing. Um, you know, there's lots of places you can look in Victoria or Australia. Sydney has the Gender Centre, the Freedom Centre in Perth. Um, there's a gender clinic in Brisbane, working it out in Tasmania, doing good stuff. Shine in South Australia, a gender to gender in the ACT and the Northern Territory um, AIDS and Hepatitis Council doing good work for trans people, although massively under-resourced up there at the top end. Um, so you can find something anywhere and... Um, Probably should get that list onto a website somewhere too, but um, so that's the first thing that can happen in trans healthcare. But um, then it sort of, well, sadly, goes down the iceberg from there. Um, people being misgendered, even if they correct someone on their pronouns, it's a very difficult story during the week of someone at a mental health group. I'd better say to keep it de-identified who did the, what we would say is the fair thing. You know, if someone misgenders, you know, look, I use um, such and such a pronoun because that's how I identify and got very rude response from other people in the group and not supported by well by the supervisor or the management, which I think is, in my opinion, discriminatory. Um, so there's lots more training that needs to be done, but worse stories going around. And I'm beginning to think maybe this program could do something. If you've had... I'm going to be fair, whether it's good, neutral or bad healthcare, whether it's trans specialist issues or generalist. So let's say you've been discriminated against because something that often happens, you perhaps go to your regular clinic for your flu shot, your trusty GP isn't there and you have to go to someone and are forced to give them, them an education. And then they say, thanks very much, that's $80 for you educating me. And they haven't told you about the side effects of a flu shot. Will I sneeze? Will I feel hot and cold or whatever? says me with no medical training. But seriously, you are entitled to know that, um, just to be sure, to be sure. Um, if you've had good or bad service, I'd like to start getting these in. Please uh, message out of the pan855 at gmail.com um, or through all the other means, um, or perhaps um, perhaps not, you know, unless you feel comfortable, don't post on, on directly on my page, perhaps um, Facebook message, etc. I think we've got to start talking about this. I'm aware of some horrendous stories in the public hospital system that involve physical threat from other patients, um, poor service from health professionals. Um, but it's not just the direct health professionals, it's all those you know, people, security guards. This is a crisis that is happening in our public health system. It's good that there was some an article in National Geographic that emerged in the last week. If you put National Geographic transgender emergency rooms in your search engine, it will come up. So that's good that, you know, well, magazines and periodicals with wide publication are getting onto it. But here in Victoria, I know of four or five um, transphobic stories in my own circles alone. This isn't just because of what I do with Transgender Victoria or in the trans and gender diverse community. So we've got work to do. Um, so, yeah, lots of work happening on healthcare. Um, that needs to happen, but there is good work happening. Um, the Trans and Gender Diverse Expert Advisory Group in Department of Health and Human Services is onto it. There is, of course, a consultation um, going on at the moment, which I'll dig the um, link out um, in um, the upcoming track and talk about that in the next part of the show. In the meantime, um, well, um, here's a track from Sting, and if you know some of my interests, you'll have a hint. Albeit a bit indirect, 
as to why I'm playing it. And it's not to do with Trant, actually, or Rainbow at all. I'll tell you why. If you can guess, um, email in. See if you might know why I might play a track that has a connection to a particular American city from Sting. This is from the double live album of the 80s, Bring on the Night. 3CR, 855am, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand. Out of the pan with Sally. I got the red-eyed unemployed workers desperation Why does a wealthy country like Australia allow its unemployed workers to struggle in poverty without trying to create jobs? You may well ask. Unemployed Workers Fight Back is the Australian Unemployed Workers Union program, part of the sewer program on every second Friday of the month, 5.30pm on 3CR Community Radio. Our social security system is being defunded, privatised and dismantled and the poor and vulnerable are being criminalised and trampled upon. The Australian Unemployed Workers Union is focused on helping unemployed and underemployed workers deal effectively with the job agencies, empowering them to fight back for their rights. Remember, unemployed workers fight back every second Friday of the month at 5.30pm on 3CR Community Radio. We know you love our 3CR Radical Radio t-shirts, and so do we. They're a bargain at $20 for adults and $15 for kids, and come in black, white, grey, and a cool light blue. To nab one of these beauties, drop into the station at 21 Smith Street, or order by phoning 9419-8377. Or you can visit us online at 3cr.org.au forward slash shop. Come on, you know you want one. Indeed, 3CR, 855am, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand. Out of the pan with Sally, first broadcasting from noon to one Sunday afternoon. On eight on all of those means, and you could be listening um, by podcast or repeat or on demand, which happens from one pm Sunday every um, week for the next week. You get to hear all the great music, which says, "Why did I play Sting's Moon Over Bourbon Street?" Well, long-suffering listeners will to this program will know, and if you're a, um, only a short-suffering listener, you're about to find out that this person has outed themselves many times as a fan of World Wrestling Entertainment, and it's only two weeks, give or take, to WrestleMania, um, which is back in the Crescent City in New Orleans and Bourbon Street. There you go. Blatant segueing, and I was trying to bring up the famous Daniel Bryan yes clip. I've got to say, if there was something good that came out of the marriage equality debate um, at the end when we did get the yes results, there's a classic um, um, clip of Daniel Bryan um, um, who's back cleared to compete this week. Yes, yes, yes. Um, sort of um, demolishing an opponent with huge yes chants in the background. And so after we got the yes vote last year, someone put... Um, 
a rainbow over his face, put Tony Abbott's face over his opponent's, and it was kicking um, <laughs> kicking him to the ground. Oh, dear. I love it when my worlds happily coincide as distinct from colliding. So, yeah, lots of issues on trans healthcare, which um, sort of launched into in the first part. Surgery costs a big one. Trans men, um, which often gets ignored on many levels, um, well, it can be ten to $15,000 for double mastectomy or top surgery, to give it just two names that can be used. Um, you know, hysterectomy, well, here's an irony. I don't know how much it costs because a lot of trans men are denied it, saying, well, you don't need it because it's, um, it's not a, a health problem. Um, and then, of course, in six of Australia's eight states and territories, you probably can't change your birth certificate. Uh, I shouldn't laugh, but it's almost, if you didn't laugh, you'd cry one of those situations. And then... For adding a phallus, which of course still isn't 100% standardised, deep breath, um, wind tat slotto maybe, $70,000 out of pocket just for the first stage of the operation and there's only been a surgeon doing it up in Brisbane for two years and you've still got to go overseas for the next part. So um, not that we encourage gambling, but you sort of think, gosh, will my lucky numbers come up so I can afford it? Now and no one should, um, you know, no one's health and well-being should be a matter of luck or cost. So big issues there for adults that we need to tackle. Um, but also big issues that endocrinologists, I have always have to practice that word, will still refuse on many occasions to do treat trans people in the public system because they claim, believe it or not, that trans is still experimental. Uh, hang on, we've been doing trans surgeries in Australia for at least 40 years, closer to getting closer to 50. Must find out if we can get an exact date. There's something to, to mark. Um, so big issues for surgery, but I know a few people, you know, who are struggling with the issues they have to deal with and financially, and hormones, even on the, you know, on a, um, a healthcare card, concessions, etc., are still a challenge when it comes to cost. That is simply not good enough. Um, and, of course, we've got a big issue for trans men. Must get some of the gang from the shed in. And then if you are listening live on the Sunday or in the first couple of hours after the show on demand, the shed meets, formerly FTM shed, meets on the fourth Sunday of the month um, here in Melbourne. Check out um, Trans Shed Boys uh, is their website and get some exact details for, of their meeting place in inner Melbourne. And, um, yeah, um, lots of issues to be sorted out so we can get equitable that's some of the specialist issues but you know, as i say some of the generalist issues people you know confidentiality and privacy is a big one there's a story of a trans man who needed to get a pap smear because as i said most trans men don't have um surgery um or haven't had hysterectomy either um to be precise and unfortunately this needs a almost unfortunately this needs a long appointment where you glue three 15-minute appointments together. Unfortunately, this particular clinic had had some abuse of long appointments and started put out a memo to all reception staff, ask people why they're wanting the long appointment. Now, if you're a trans man, even if it's a relatively friendly clinic, you're still going to feel a bit uncomfortable when the reception says, what's it for? Do you feel like saying, paps me? So discretion, confidentiality, privacy, really important well, for anyone's health care or service provision, but certainly specific issues for trans people in there. So yeah, lots to talk about in relation to health. Um, and um, yeah, many, many more, just, you know, um, one that it's not the be all and end all, but it can, and you've got to make sure your whole service is inclusive, but 
at least have forms that allow for any self-identified gender. And, you know, if it is a physical healthcare situation, maybe a form that says anything else you would like to tell us um, can let some a, tra- a hesitant trans person, say a trans woman this time who hasn't had surgery, can disclose that in there. Look, if you need to do a full physical check, this is where my body's at, if they feel safe to disclose. At least give people choices. A good thing. Choice. We like that. All right. I'm going to talk about um, a topic that's been buzzing around for a few months now after the break. And, well, yes, here's an easier clue this time. It's an REM track um, to to play that um, talks about this one and um, well you'll know what it is the track is and you'll probably be able to have a guess as to what I'm going to talk about Um, 3CR 855 AM 3CR digital 3cr.org.au and 3CR on demand out of the pan with Sally 3CR 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3CR.org.au and 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally, first broadcasting between noon and one on Sunday afternoon. Now, I mentioned in the previous segment that there is a way you can help improve trans health if you're a trans and gender diverse person, family member, carer. Um, if And the best way to do this is to go to LGBTI Task Force and Health and Human Services Working Group. Scroll down a little and you will find the um, Trans and Gender Diverse System Development Project. There's lots of discussion papers you can look at and a survey you can do um, for trans and gender diverse people and we'll say allies uh, or close allies if you like. Um, And there's been a big sort of discussion paper put together um, with lots of input. But of course, you know, everyone's lived experience is a bit different, particularly allowing for intersectionality, um, multi- multifaceted stuff. So we need lots of input to make this as inclusive as it can be. And of course, it is mainly Victorian, but I'm sure people from around the country are welcome to be involved. Musically, we just heard from REM, Losing My Religion. And well, you've probably got some reasonable reason if you believe that religion is represented by conservative elements of religion because, frankly, um, we've had this, well, I'm going to call it religious freedom in inverted commas inquiry going on, um, or religious freedom sick, S-I-C, as it used to be in writing, um, headed by Philip Ruddock. And I've heard varied reports, but I've heard more reports from, we'll say, pro-LGBTI people that it has not been inclusive, the fact that there isn't a written transcript or... Um, recordings or whatever I think is quite strange and not usual for any sort of government inquiry and makes it seem a bit dodgy brothers or dodgy siblings if you like to me Um, and I think that's a major major um, sort of problem Um, there's been reports of disrespectful behavior to we'll say more progressive elements including LGBTI but I haven't heard any um, from the other side so it does seem like to some extent this could be premeditated really surely not um the um, comments of suzanne eastwood um, a canberra-based person on the um, act's lgbti government task force were reported well but i've heard a couple of others um you know one comment that came my way was when there was concern raised about ongoing um disproportionate issues of mental health for lgbti overall and all of, or parts of LGBTI specifically, um, apparently, allegedly, Mr Ruddick said, oh, well, you've got marriage equality now, that's not a problem. 
And if that's the case, you know, this really comes up as a farce. But of course, with no written record, how are we going to know? Um, will the you know will the evidence be balanced in itself, let alone any conclusions? All the same, I know that there's been plenty of work put in by lots of LGBTI and allied organisations, which is wonderful. But um, the interesting thing, the reason I bring it up this week as part of our potpourri of news, is that the report which was due to be released, um, interestingly, next Friday on the Good Friday holiday, well, that's not even, it's going to, not going to happen even next Tuesday or Wednesday after we all get back from any Easter festivities or holidays or whatever. Um, it's now going to be 31st of May. And you've got to ask, why the delay? They say it's thousands of submissions. Well, um, not really sure about that. Um, so um, we shall have to see. But I think that we probably, I don't know, you know, we don't need, you know, it's a case of being alert, not alarmed, um, if I can be a little toy about it. Um, but, you know, publicly, um, I think that, you know, whilst obviously we want to make sure that we, you know, stop it from getting anywhere, in my opinion, because it's not really about freedom of religion. It's about um, the freedom of one part of religion being a conservative element to think that it has a right to do what it wants, and that's not the go, thank you. Um, then, um, you know, we're obviously going to have to be um, brace ourselves for a fight, but I would think it would be pretty hard to get a lot of this stuff through the Senate based on current numbers, I doubt that, you know, if you start putting together um, Labor, Greens, Darren Hinch for a start, they're not going to probably give religion power at, and or at the expense of LGBTI and other vulnerable groups. So we're going to need to be well alert, not alarmed, as they say. But uh, I think, you know, and it's not obviously another desperate, weak delay and diversion tactic by the far right, who, in my opinion, you know, pretty much got a very stiff... Um, poking the, a ch- poke in the chest with a stiff forefinger with the result of the postal survey. They threw every dirty, putrid kitchen sink they could at LGBTI people, particularly trans and gender diverse, and could only take 5% really of the vote away from the peak. And I think that deep down in what little bit of conscience they're supposed to have, I think they know they're losing. That doesn't mean we, of course, we need to be complacent what we're seeing um, in Australia and around the world. We can't do that. Um, you know, we know what Trump's doing at the moment, the ban on transmilitary breaking again this weekend as we talk. I'm not even going to waste time on that. But these are the sort of tactics they use, just block, block, block. And so we can't progress our agenda for a little while. But all the same, I think we've got to take stock a bit. I know that the survey, and perhaps particularly for trans and gender diverse people, the last couple of years in the Australian context, just sticking to that for a second, have been awful the attack on safe schools mainly focused on trans, etc. But I think that, you know, the, the cries from the far right and the power brokers that we're hearing are the cries of a dying animal and that has been wounded and is irrelevant. And I think we need to just keep keep calm, keep assertive, keep courageous, and we can get there. And I want to give an example of that um, a well-meaning local councillor, and this is on my Facebook page, so it is someone from Dandenong. I know councillor Sean O'Reilly probably means well, but put up a poll, should council move to unisex toilets when building new facilities? Now, when this first posted, it went up, it was 87% yes, and now the right-wing trolls have taken over, and it's 59% in favour of gendered. Um, 
And of course, I, for those who know some of the unisex toilets you see in public spaces, they're just one toilet at a time. So really, I don't even understand why this question's being asked. But unfortunately, as I say, right-wing trolls have dragged the result the wrong way. So scroll down a little on my Facebook page to yesterday and you'll see this. But some people are saying take the poll down. I don't think we need to panic. If you right-wing trolls, it's not a random a, a quality survey to do it this way. Um, and I think that there needs to be a better way of doing it. Now, it would have been better had the councillor perhaps contacted trans and gender diverse groups first. Um, but having said that, I don't think taking it down is the answer. I think that we need to just push through because I'm sorry, I genuinely believe that these right-wing types are an irrelevance. I think that they've had their day. They're, as I say, they're fading. And if we hang in there and stand up for ourselves, we can do it. I think what we're seeing focused a lot last week on the Me Too issue, you know, the time for you know, treating all genders with respect is coming and it's already here, it's spreading. And as someone who gets out a bit, you know, goes, you know, I think that your majority of people just want to do the right thing. They may not know all the details, but they're willing to be open-minded and listen. And the extreme voices at the other end are just shrill and loud. Yes, some of them have power and that's disconcerting. Let's hang in there, peeps, and keep going. And it was good to have our bit of space last night, which I'll talk about in the last segment, at the Trans Day of Visibility um, um, celebration put on by Transgender Victoria. I'll talk about ones that are coming up during the week as well. All right. Um, Someone who's been around, of course, music for uh, 40 years and, well, has finally put out a solo, a a self-titled album or eponymous, if you like that big word, um, and that is um, Ian Moss, um, guitarist with Colt Chisel. But the, here's a track from um, his Worlds Away album of 1991. And we'll dedicate it to lots of good women everywhere. She's a star. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand. Out of the pan with Sally. You're tuned to 3CR. 855 on your end dial. If you just tuned in the 3CR, why would you stay listening and listening a while? Dear listeners, the annual Good Friday Charity Radiothon of the Australian Medical Aid Foundation will kick off from 9am to 6.30pm on Friday the 30th March. 3CR is dedicating its media space to support this noble cause. Therefore, 3CR's regular program will not be on air during this time. The funds raised from this 10-hour Radiothon will be utilised to supply medical aid equipment, training, patient-centred care programmes and resources to those affected by 30 years of war in the north and east of Sri Lanka. You too can become a generous partner by calling us on 03-9419-8377 during the Radiothon on 30th Friday to donate towards this wonderful initiative.
absolutely part of the much um, great work done on all parts of 3CR, a special broadcast on Friday. Um, so please tune in and support. Um, what else is going on um, in the community? There's lots of things happening. Um, I forgot to mention a few weeks ago, how I got in touch with someone. Um, as I mentioned, this program has been known to mention sports entertainment um, at times, allegedly, in someone's opinion. And in all seriousness, um, um, did mention um, the fact that John Cena in a sort of advertisement, um, gosh, this was way back in July 2016, um, supported LGBTI people, including um, bi and trans, which is pretty cool. Um, anyway, I got an, an email a few weeks ago from someone who um, found the post, was interested in wrestling, and um, talked about sports and fitness advice. So there you go. Um, the, um, you can check out sportsfitnessadvisor.com wrestling training. Um, the community radio doing all sorts of things and loving it. Um, so, um, yeah, thanks for that. Um, I often find it a strange world. Um, as I mentioned, um, it is Trans Day of Visibility coming up next Saturday, the 31st of March, during the Easter long weekend, if you're an Eastering person or if you're Jewish, happy Passover coming up um, first night being Friday night. Um, but lots of things coming up for Trans Day of Visibility. Um, Transgender Victoria had our little gathering last night. It was it was just nice. It was laid back and cosy. Some great performances from Tonya Field, guitarist and performer extraordinaire is about all I can say. The fabulous Darcy T. Gunk and the accordion and a children's book reading by Yarra librarian um, Kerry Burridge. So there you go. Um Lots of great music and lots of great entertainment, but just nice to see the game people having a chat. And, you know, four weeks before that, we had the swim night. We need these little um, spots in our places, so it's good to see them sprouting up. Um, I have to admit, social event organising isn't my forte or even my 39, otherwise I'd do more myself. Lots of things coming up for the trans community, as I say, so for Trans Day Visibility this week, there's flag-raising ceremonies for both Darabin and Banyal, which is very awesome. So two local governments getting on board there. Well done to you. And Queer Space and Y Gender are having an event closer to the day, um, 2 p.m. this Thursday down in Carlton. Um, check out Y Gender's um, um, so, um, electronic media for information about that. So um, great to see that happening, um, 2 p.m. at um, Drummond Street in Carlton. Um, other things coming up, as I said, the shed is on today for trans men. If you're listening, um, sort of liveish or not long after, um, the polysocials also on tonight, and the bi discussion group is on this Tuesday also at Drummond Street, Carlton. And don't forget Bent TV rolling on. Um, lots of other things to mention. Um, if you are out and about during Easter, please be safe. Whatever sort of road user you are, whether it's pedestrian, cyclist, motorcyclist, motorist, truck driver horse and cart driver whatever you please drive safely be aware you know you know there can be roads can be busy and they're really busy at the moment with lots of roadworks but please take care everywhere um and if you're partying also be safe and remember of course the rules of intimacy of age safety and consent um always need to be applied and communicate about it um if you're listening to freedom of species coming up soon well um, the good people from Freedom of Species have Anna Ludwig from Lucy's Project who are going to talk about um, 
the situation of domestic and family violence and animal abuse. Now, this is something that gets overlooked um, in, well, you know, it's a difficult topic um, when we talk about, um, you know, intimate partner violence as part of family violence. But, yeah, I do know people where one of the threats that gets used is to, you know, threaten to harm or kidnap the pets and all sorts of horrible things. And as an animal lover myself, um, hello to Misty, my cat, if you're listening. Um, you're probably not. It's a reasonably sunny period at the moment you're out and about. But, um, so, you know, seriously, this is a big issue. Um, and I think it's, it's good that this sort of thing is covered in Victoria by um, laws protecting people. And timing, timing, timing is everything. The fabulous Mikey from here at um, 3CR um, sent me the readmylips.org site, uh, which you can support, um, you know, take a stand in conjunction um, with survivors of um, sexual assault. Um, as, it's, as I say, readmylips, R-E-D-M-Y-L-I-P-S.org, um, which you can take a stand on sexual violence. And... Um, this is a month-long um, global lipstick-wearing campaign every April, um, Sexual Assault Awareness Month, where supporters um, join together to speak out against the myths and victim-blaming of sexual violence. But I think, of course, whether it's, um, you know, sort of... And not just sexual, I'm sorry, I should um, say that. for It's about any form of um, violence, sexual, physical, emotional, psychological. My apologies there. And it's support for all survivors. Um, talk talk out against the myths and victim blaming that often goes on, and raise awareness. And of course, funds. And the thing is, embrace your voice. Um, it's not easy to talk about, um, even if it's say sexual harassment in a workplace, but it's um, got to happen. Um, and the fabulous Mikey, a supporter of gender diversity, will be wearing lipstick in April in solidarity with sexual assaults of survivors. And um, you know, well, also some, I'll just say, some close at hand experience. So, um, yeah, make sure that you um, support um, this campaign and let's get sexual assault and all forms of family violence to zero. Zero tolerance, I think, is really where that sort of abuse and really any form of prejudice and discrimination has to go. I'm getting sick of the excuses and political correctness and all the rest. Stuff it. Let's get to respect and value all forms of diversity and have zero tolerance for any form of stigma, discrimination, abuse, etc. Um, so, a packed program today. We cooked up a, a stew in the pan. Uh, if, by the way, there was anything of distress, please remember to call Switchboard on 1800 184527 as part of the National Q Life Network. Um, you can sometimes arrange Skype counselling appointments, but also it is a database, a referral database that you can access if you're just someone seeking a particular service. I'd better get out of here and make way for Freedom of Species. Don't, and if you are, um, remember to tune in for Anna Ludwig um, with the crew and um, take it out today. Well, um, you'd better roll me out of here in the words of a track from Mia Dyson's album of some years ago, 2005 already. And um, the um, album was, of course, Parking Lots. I'd better um, go and park park myself elsewhere, make way for freedom of species. And, of course, the last thing, while the show will be on at noon next week, um, it will be back at noon Australian Standard Time, not summertime. Daylight Savings ends. Remember to tune in at the correct time. But, of course, you'll have your um, um, devices tuned to 3CR by all the means at all times. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch ya next week. 
You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.